Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. On SEN, The Picks with David King and Sam Edmund. Yes, it is. Welcome, everybody, once again to the picks. We are on the eve of round 12, the first of the bye week. So just the six games, but thank goodness we've still got those six games. Sam Edmund with you here on a Thursday night alongside, of course, the two-time North Melbourne Premiership star, David King. What a week it has been since we were last sitting here, Kingy. Been a great week. I feel like I say the same thing every week. You've had a busy week. You've had a really busy week. The last time I saw you... Knees deep in the COVID uh, disaster that was hitting us. Now I'm neck deep. Now you're neck deep. <laughs> <laughs> How have you coped? How have you oh, got geez. through it all? What a strange world oh. we are living in. And uh, look, a promising day today, though, it must, uh, must be said. Just the three cases in Victoria and regional areas of the state coming out of lockdown tonight, which is fantastic. So with enormous thanks to the true blue Aussie bookie blue bet, we've got the games to dissect, of course, this evening. The teams to analyse as they drop shortly. And we'll have to probably pick the People's Multi off the canvas oh. yet again. Oh, we might have to change the name of the People's Multi. Oh. The People's Disappointment. It has been disappointing. <laughs> a revolving that. door of disappointment. We just haven't aligned in the same week yet. We'll get to all that, and I'm not looking forward to it shortly. So before we do, we did hope, didn't we, Kingy, that we'd be out of lockdown in Victoria tonight. And as I say, the regional areas will be, which is great. But the wait goes on for another seven days in Metro Melbourne, and the AFL is just scrambling on a daily basis at the moment just to keep the season going with as little disruption as possible. The really torturous game this week we're about to dissect, and the one that the AFL spent so much time on, to get away has been the Adelaide-Collingwood game and gaining that agreement from the South Australian government and SA Health for the Pies to enter the state. Now, for that to happen, Kingy, the Pies are currently adhering to the strictest set of COVID restrictions the game has ever seen. They're in the middle of 60 hours quarantine. So players, staff, even family members of those players and staff can't leave their houses. So that means... The lovely wife can't grab a takeaway coffee. Little Johnny can't go to the park to kick the footy. He's insane at the moment. All this for your job, they'd be saying. All this for what you do. What about my rights? Imagine the arguments that are going on at the moment. Geez, it'd be a tough, it'd be a tough little environment. But hey, this is the sort of things the players are putting. uh, They're putting the game first. They're putting the fans first, and they're prepared to go through a few hardships along the way, as they did last year. So, I think we just take our hats off to them. And you know, everyone talks about what they're getting paid. Sometimes it's you just got to think a bit, a bit lateral to that. You know, just come, just come back, think about that household at the moment, what they're going through. So. I think we all just say collective thanks. Yeah. This is just for the Collingwood to get to Adelaide, mind you. So they need to sign a declaration that they haven't been anywhere naughty and anywhere that they shouldn't have been. And then they get to South Australia. So it's charter flight. This is the order. Charter flight, COVID test at the airport, police escort from the airport, game, straight back out again, and then a COVID test 48 hours after the game. The Crows. So they'll leave Adelaide Oval on a bus altogether. Drive to a central location where they'll find their cars that are waiting for them. They'll get straight in their cars. They'll drive straight home. Do not pass go. Do not click $200. Isolate for 48 hours. Do a test. Isolate until you get the negative. And they can't emerge from that isolation until not only them and their teammates test negative, but Collingwood do as well. That's the crow's side of the coin. Gee whiz. And some news just in. Victoria's- and all that, and they get beat by 15 goals. <laughs> 
crawl from you. Justin, Victoria's Health Department has just announced that two cases of the three that we just mentioned in the latest COVID-19 outbreak are false positives. Oh. False positives and will be reclassified. Hey, every little bit helps. Did you say a false government? False. <laughs> false positive, sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, a fake a, empire like the national a, you're going. This is a mess. <laughs> false oh government. Oh, my God. These shots fired from you early on. Oh. Um, so, anyway, speaking of uh, government, South Australia's <laughs> Chief Public Health Officer. Oh, no. What about Nicola Sperrier this week? She's had a very busy oh. week, Nicola. Yeah. Professor Sperrier. Who have been hiding her? Well, she's been doing a fantastic job over there, but her advice to fans earlier this week certainly did raise some eyebrows, Kingy. They were told to duck and to not touch a footy kick into the crowd, and then... Well, still reeling from that comment, she went even further today with this one. Regardless of COVID, this ball has been touched by many sweaty men out there on the field. Just go and sanitise your hands before you start eating your chips. Gee, she'd be a real hoot. What a life of the party she'd be, <laughs> Professor Well, <laughs> Too many sweaty men running around. I'm very aroused. <laughs> It was strange. Oh. Strange comment, wasn't it? <laughs> What's she got for us tomorrow? Oh. I can't wait. When she go for it? did remind me of a, a song. When she, it just reminded me of a song. What? what, what? It reminded, reminded me of this song. It's raining. Sweaty men. Hallelujah, it's raining. Sweaty men. Amen. <laughs> I don't she's, mind uh, it. She's been, she's been smashed everywhere, hasn't she? It'll go viral. It'll be the new Dan Andrews get on the beers, I reckon, this. It's one way to get your name out there, though, isn't it? No one knew who she were until two, Oh, no, no, two no that's days not ago. true. No, last year she was prominent, obviously, with the AFL going, but she she hadn't probably crossed <laughs> an area like this up until now. But I d- Did you watch Men in Black when it was out? The movies? Yeah. It was a good soundtrack on Men in Black, wasn't yeah. it? Sweaty Men in some of the crudest <laughs> editing here from Mitch. He's done a magnificent job. That one viral. Uh, what about Two and a Half Men? Did you watch that? How many more of these have we got? Did you ever watch Two and a Half Men? Oh, fleetingly. But you know the tune. Yeah, I know the tune. It's a good tune. Men, 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 manly men, men, men. Men, 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 men. Sweaty men. Boys have been busy at the back. <laughs> Some real crude edits there. No, we have thought we'd have a bit of fun. You've got to have a laugh at a moment like oh, this. Exactly. You've got to have a laugh. That was all a bit silly. But what was great this week, I've got to say, Kingy, was the ticket sales out west for the relocated Dreamtime game. Essendon, Richmond, Opta Stadium, sold out in 17 hours, which How is an good. amazing result. How good. You know, I know, we hope this doesn't happen, but imagine if, imagine if we were back in the similar situation to last year where we couldn't play the grand final in Melbourne. It got to go to Perth. Well, they wanted it, it has badly. To to Have you seen a bad game at Optus Stadium? Every mean? game, every game at Optus Stadium. Plenty. Have you? What do you mean? Have I seen a bad game? No, I reckon they've been. Cra- every time I watch a game at, in Perth, they're crackers. Right, okay. high standard. Do you think what, just quality event? Look, it, I just feel like that that venue just keeps delivering. You okay. Don't, you don't feel that? Well, I've seen a few blowouts at Optus Stadium. I don't mind a blowout. I, okay. I actually don't mind. But this is, isn't this just the WA, and if you are listening in WA, isn't this just the WA public saying, we have a thirst for big football games and marquee games here. You put it on, we yeah. will show up. They've always said it, yep. and they're backing up the boast. They wanted the grand final. They were furious they, they didn't get it, of course. And with all the bells and whistles of that stadium, it should be a magnificent spectacle. And it should be said, an amazing game, because the Dons have won the last three, and the way they're winning them is extremely attractive. Richmond... Said to be getting their mojo back. They'll get some more. Nankervis is out. We'll get to that later. But they'll get Shane Edwards back. They've been called Richmond Light, Essendon. 
Really? Do you subscribe to that? Not really. Uh, everyone gets compared to Richmond just because they're playing well. Um, some people are bringing out their old Essendon jumpers that don't look like they've – let's be honest, that one hasn't seen the light of day that Jules is holding up for about 10 years. Um, look, it's, great. it's good to see them playing well. The AFL needs these clubs that have been down for quite some time, the strong – that once were strong, powerful clubs like Carlton and Essendon. They need them back in the fray. I mean, I don't know where, where they've been for yeah. forever, you know. So uh, we, we hope that Essendon can actually mount a challenge. What if they roll the Tigers? Huge what result. What if they rolled them? What would it do for Can the... you see it? Yeah, you can see it. I mean, I did the game last week, West Coast and Essendon. They, they played some scintillating foot in the last yep. 40, 40 minutes of that game. They yep. never look like losing. They look fit, I'll say that. They look quick. They look, they, look, um, they look all in tune with what's required at every moment. Okay, we've got to come back through the corridor. There's numbers there. Handball receives, get going. Mm. Drop of ball. Little AMT was on fire. You know, Hooker was doing what he had to do. The back line was so solid. So there's so much to like about what they're doing. I think it's too simplistic to say they're, they're Richmond uh, they're Richmond light. I, I really do. Yeah. I, I think that they're – Well, it's a whole Ben Rutten, Carousella. It's yeah. a whole mix, isn't and it? I think, I think when you talk about the way teams play – so Adam Simpson's big on this is the framework of what I want, but each player does things differently. Like you'll you'll attack a contest different to I will. So let's let's you you might have to stand closer to to a one on you know to to the contest than I do because I might get there with more speed or you might be better in the air or so mm-hmm. he asks he asks different things of McGovern than he does of Hearn yet they play a similar function. I think Essendon are doing that tailoring the game to what they have on hand. What about Collingwood? What of Graham Wright's admission today that there is a hangover in relation to the salary cap? Wouldn't this have sent a shiver up Collingwood supporters' spines this morning? A, a, a hangover in relation to the salary cap, he said with Gary and Tim on SEM Breakfast, from last year, and he said there's some issues that they're still dealing with down there. So, Kingy, there's some very surprising contracts still in place down at Oof. Collingwood, and the amount of triggers in the deals down there has been eyebrow-raising, to say the least. They got themselves in a real pickle chasing that flag. Of course, as you do, there's nothing unusual about that. It didn't quite work out, and the pain is lingering. So I suppose you've got Cox, Greenwood, Maine would come off the books, you'd think. Pendlebury's off contract. Uh, Josh Thomas is as well. And they've got to get Nick Dacos in, given there's a draft points deficit there, a pretty significant one. So... Could there be, my question to you, one more painful pill to swallow at the trade period this year? Obviously, we know Stevenson, Trelaw and Phillips left in the fire sale last year. Could there just be one more bit of pill to swallow to get themselves back on back on track? How are they going to sell this? Don't know. They didn't sell the last one too well, and it caused all sorts of problems and, and flow-on effect. I mean, the, Ned Guy, was the, he was the man that just put his hand up in the end, wasn't he? He, he was the fall guy in the yeah. end. He was the one that... Uh, he was the scapegoat. Um, to say there's a hangover with the salary cap, what, what, is it, what does that mean to you? When you hear hangover, to me it doesn't sound like, a, it doesn't sound like an easy fix. No, I think, there's some, I think there's some management of the list to do to get under the cap for next year. And to be fair to them, though, like every club, there would have been some deferrals there. Obviously, the AFL shrunk the salary cap, so they were, no one could plan for that. So they've had to push... They've had to defer contracts back anyway. Call that 5%. Who knows how much it is, and every club did it differently. So So it'll cost them – you'd think it'll cost them one – one well, player, of course, I don't know. Solid... We're all speculating. And as I say, it depends. Is a strong word. It is a strong word. As a, you've got to admire the honesty, though, from, uh, from Graham well, Wright. What other to... options do they, does it, do they have? What you, well, you asked, how do they sell it? How do you reckon they sold it last year? Well, no uh, honesty. Because they weren't honest. No. So he's got no option but to at least say, hey, this is where we sit this year. I mean, they couldn't do this again. Mm. They couldn't try and smooth their way through another one. No. 
But there's a bit of politics in it too, I reckon. So Graham Wright comes in, it's like, look what the old government have left ah, me. Look what I've inherited, maybe. You think he's saying that about Might what be smart. Ned Guy's Might be very smart. Look what I've got here. Well, not just Ned, but... Well, it sounds like Ned. Ned inherited the problems too, a oh, lot of them. A lot of inheriting. Yeah, how everyone's these, inheriting. How long do these well, problems last? Well, that's what happens last? when you defer contracts, isn't it? Someone else's problem. You just pass the whole potato they along. Signed, they signed a few freshies as well. Yeah, they did. Our great friends at Blue Better back, of course, the cheeky little Bluey on board tonight. For all of our lines, which we'll get to, they're Australian-owned and operated as well. We fired up the people's multi three weeks ago, oh, Kingy. Geez. It was four legs. It was a dream, wasn't it? You, me, our best mate from Bluebed, Duncan McRae, the slam dunk. He's been doing plenty of slam dunking. And uh, we haven't got a single cent to our name since we started. It's a revolving door of disappointment. And last week's loyal listener was Kane from the East Sunbury Footy Club. Really sorry, Kane. But uh, this time you got the job done. Slam dunk, as he does, got the job done, Kingy. And uh, you and I flunked it again. I'm not convinced Kane got it right. I don't think he did. He got it right. Did he? Well, let's have a listen anyway. This is this is how this is how it played out last week. My contribution to the people's multi is the Western Bulldogs to clear oh. the six and a half line against the D's at Marvel Stadium. I think they'll run right there and they'll get the job done by more than six and a half, which is oh, uh, way too God. shallow for mine. And there it is, Melbourne by 28 points. It is a result that echoes around Marvel Stadium, but it will reverberate through the competition. You sickened me. <laughs> that was a, I only needed to play once. Yeah. I was the first Did leg and I flung. the background go, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you were worried about it. So I don't know what you to do. the I'll... hardest game of the weekend. So it was your fault week one. It was my fault last week. We both stuffed it this week. I, I can't help I, I think I need to be managed. No, no, no. I no. think I need to go we... back to the Magoos, Not get some week. confidence. Not this week. We need you to push through. We only had six games. Surely. Just one more, one more week as a fault. I'm on notice. I think maybe we, leave, we might even have to leave it to, the, to the, those that text in to be part of the, the Blue Bet People's Multi. If they want the three or the four. Oh, jeez. I don't know, mate. I, I was starting to think you're more like Brett Ratton and I'm Brad Hill. You're keeping the faith, but I think you should be sending me back. <laughs> sending me back to Sandy. One more, Brad. Just one more. Right. One more. I'll try not to get completely and utterly tagged out of the game Focus. this week and Focus. deliver. So we didn't get it, but we're back tonight. So thanks to Bluebet. For those of you who aren't familiar, we outlay 100 bucks thanks to Bluebet. So if you want to be part of... At the People's Multi, drop us a text now, 0433 98 11 16. We need your name. We need the sporting club that stands to benefit, and you could win somewhere in the vicinity of $1,300. I say that because it is possible. It just hasn't transpired yet. As long as we don't stuff it up, of course, 1300 bucks to you and your sporting club that you nominate. So get yourself to the Bluebet website, Kingy, bluebet.com.au. Nominate one of the six games that you're taking according to the line as set by Bluebet. Yep. Kingy and I will make our contributions. The Slam Dunk Will, who's going to join us in a moment, and you provide your nomination off the text, 0433 98 11 16. And I'm happy to say I'm, I'm on notice. No, I don't think you are. I'm, I'm backing you in this week. I'm backing you in. You've got to represent someone, though. You've got to represent a local footy yep. club, sporting club, or the like. You can't just send your own tips and in and expect us to wager for you. Not just yourself. tips with a margin. We, we like want people involved, people en masse. So, line tip. Line have, tip. Last week, you got six out of nine. Yeah, what's this score here? Six out of nine. Six out of nine. Fantastic week for you. What did you get? I got five. So you pick up, you pick yes. up one. So the gap's back to two. I'm 53 for the 11 rounds, and you're 51. This is in keeping with your theme, though, isn't it? Doing it slowly. It is my man, 
My man, uh, Paul Judy. Keating. Oh, yes, Paul Keating. Mate, because I want to do you slowly. So I want to do you slowly. <laughs> I want well, you to hang around for a while. Kane's just texted in, our yeah. listener from last week. You let me down, boys. Face palm emoji. Sorry, Kane. Sorry, Kane. I feel filthy about it as well. Give us, give us two or three or four weeks and then come back. Yeah. Oh, it's not a bad idea after I've had maybe a run in the resis. So the teams are about uh, 10 minutes or so away. We'll make a start on round 12 shortly. Before we do that, though, the slam dunk's on the line. Duncan McRae from Blue Bet. Bet Australian. Bet with Bluey at bluebet.com.au and gamble responsibly. Dunk, welcome. You've, To be honest, you've been batting at a level that we just can't get to, Kingy and I. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Sam King, good evening. I've only got to pick one game, boys. You boys are the uh, the experts, but uh, something for the battlers. No, indeed. Okay, before we get to your contribution for the people's uh, disappointment, I mean the people's multi, uh, I need your, uh, what's tickling your fancy? I've got to say, Melbourne-Brisbane, regardless, it could have been at three different venues. It's in Sydney. What a heck of a game this promises to be. Yeah. Oh, sorry, boys. Oh, hello. Yeah, What's happening? You've done oh, yourself yeah. a mischief. You're right. Sorry, boys. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, well, this game has been unbelievable. $1.50, the, the uh, Demons went up. Now out to $1.77. Best team backed all week, the Brisbane Lions. Two twenty-five into two oh five. That line at three and a half. It was ten and a half at one stage. So oh. that's been the most interesting game. And the Brisbane Lions, this game obviously played in Sydney, as you boys obviously mentioned. But they've been the best back team. Okay, very nice, very nice. And what about Dreamtime? I like Dreamtime at the O. It's become yes. known as Dreamtime in the West, though. I think we're excited about this one. Essendon and Richmond relocated to Perth. Optus Stadium should be a great spectacle, a sellout. What's the market doing with that one, Slam Dunk? Yeah, well, I kept an eye on the Richmond. I seen them training at the mighty Redfern Oval this week in a rectangle. Oh. So I went and had a little peek and seen oh. the boys there. And What'd you see? Had a look at... I just I just wanted to see what the skills training or rugby league man, so I just wanted to run my eye over what the boys were doing. So I'm gonna tip they've been well back the Tigers into a dollar fifty two, two fifty the bombers, ten and a half start there, but very happy to see the Tigers in uh, South Sydney Heartland. And indeed. And where where's the money really who's the money really coming for this week at the moment, Dunk? Who's uh, who's really catching the eye of the punter out there? Brizzy. Yeah, well I in the head-to-head, it's only short, but the Swans have been the best back. They had that good win last week. Nine and a half start, but uh, they've been a dollar forty into a dollar thirty-five in the head-to-head. The Swannies, so they've been the best back team all week. Yeah, listen, it's only a matter of weeks away before you're doing the whole the whole lot of the tips for us. <laughs> you're doing, you'll be doing all three of them very soon, given our form. What, what's your special for us? What have you got this week on behalf of Bluebet? Yeah, Kingy, it's obviously tough with um, everyone travelling all different directions, so I'm going to stick solid. The Swans at home, Saturday oh. afternoon. The weather, it's wet up here at the moment, but that'll clear up. 19 and a half start. I'm going the Swans to beat the Saints okay. by more than 19 and a half. Love Very it. nice, Doug. I, I, the way, it. the form that you're in, I'd say yeah. that's absolutely take it to the bank stuff. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us. We better let you get back to cleaning up that cutlery that's just clattered all over the floor <laughs> up there in the kitchen. Great great to have you, Doug. Uh, appreciate your time on the show tonight. Sounds uh, like he's moved house during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, think, you, know what, you know what's happened, though? I reckon he only yeah, pulled Doug. the drawer out a bit too far oh, and it just yeah. flies out of the, off the yeah. hinge. Yeah. I reckon he's lost the whole drawer. He's, blue he's just lost 20 minutes is what he's lost. Blue bed, 100% true blue Aussie. Booker, you can download the Bluebet apps. That's right. There's several of them from the App Store and Gamble Responsibly. Back. We're off and running on the picks, but back right after this with all our tips and forecasting for round 12. It's raining. Sweaty minute. Hallelujah. It's raining. Sweaty. On SEN, the picks with David King and Sam Edmund.
Oh, yes, welcome back to the Pick 7. And David King, we're a little bit rattled here because the people's multi. We just spent the ad break <laughs> trying to sort it out. You were just arguing about one point. Oh, my God. Well, we're, sh- we're a shell here. We were oh, too- this is how, how no I describe confidence. our tipping at the moment. We've got no Jeez. confidence, right? We're too scared to take the 45. We're too scared <laughs> to go through the corridor. We're going long and slow down the line. We're going backwards. No trust. We're like Collingwood. I'm going no 40 metres backwards when I've got options. Jeez. We're a rabble. So Dunk, Dunk's throwing stuff around. Around. He's just, yeah, that, that Swans will get the job done. He's Don't freewheeling at the moment. Yeah. He's turning onto his opposite foot and lacing yeah. them from 60 metres out. So he's gone the Swans uh, to clear the 19 and a half uh, against uh, the struggling Saints at the SCG on Saturday. That's his contribution. Like it. Our lucky listener, if you like, our loyal listener is Trent Kelly this week, Kingy, from the, I like this, the Essendon District Football League. Umpires Association. Give the umpires some love. So let's give the officials some money. They need the stuff too. They like a beer after the game, King. Oh, don't they? So thirteen hundred bucks poten- I'll say potentially to you, oh, Trent, a and your cordial for these guys. Your umpiring fraternity, some new whistles as well. Yeah. Um nice Vovos. His contribution. <laughs> some tea. Is the uh, Melbourne to cover the line. So he's going with the D's. A low there are some small lines this week, thanks to Blue Bet. Uh, Three and a half is the line, that one, against Brisbane at Giant Stadium, neutral venue. So uh, Trent's going with Melbourne. Okay, after much agonising, our our shaky contributions to the people's disappointment, Kingy, what did you come up with? Well, given the, the statistics, okay, let's get back to numbers. So top five teams versus bottom ten. Oh, jeez. Bottom ten. some real analysis. 30 wins, two losses. The only two losses were the Adelaide Crows in round one against Geelong, and the Adelaide Crows beat Melbourne by one point. So my theory is the top five will smash the bottom ten. So I'm sticking to that, and I'm going with the Dogs minus 17 They're a different beast over there, Freo. Yeah, I think the Dogs are a pretty special footy team. Okay. And they get it on, when they get you, they absolutely maul you. All right, we'll come back to that. That's true. They can go big. We know that. I think I am playing with fire here. I'm going <laughs> with one of the shakiest teams in it. Oh, no. I'm going the Blues. Oh. Real sadistic. Don't do it to yourself. The, marge, the line is three and a half points. Isn't oh. it? They're favourites. Can you believe that? Against oh. West Coast. Dude, don't travel. It's at the SCG where the Blues played last week. They went down to the tenant there, Sydney. Oh. So I'm going the Blues, which uh, with, it must be said, some major trepidations. You know so. what's going to happen with this, Daniel? <laughs> the fact they haven't been able to defend for the best part of two years. <laughs> but they, You're going to be in front. You're going to actually have covered the it's line. It's not going to be a great watch, With a minute to go, and it's, it's got trauma written all over it, this. It's going to be what Alex Ferguson, the great Manchester United manager, would term squeaky bum time. Squeaky bum. It will be real squeaky bum. Okay, the teams are filtering through here on the picks. Let's start with Let's one go. of the biggies. It's uh, Friday night, Melbourne and the Brisbane Lions. What an eagerly anticipated game this is. It's a giant stadium Friday night. Gee whiz, let's have a look at the teams. They are in, uh, I'll just scroll up and get the Melbourne no ins and just the one out at the moment, Ed Langdon concussion. Uh, obviously, the medical out. sub comes in here. That is a big out. He's been playing some good footy on the wing, of course. Uh, Brisbane, speaking of big outs, what about this for a big in? The Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal, back. Ooh. Ryan Lester, back in. Madden is out. And Reese Matheson. After so much praise and acclaim, has been omitted the barometer. You the can't beast. omit the barometer. Hey, the what beast. happens when you omit the barometer? When the beast goes out, well, I don't know, Kingy. Well, your good t- players come do you, in. Do you pass? Does the does the baton get passed on? Do goes you have, to, do you goes have to the Harley? Barometer? Goes to Charlie Cameron and his Harley. Oh, no. Tom Berry is the medical sub for the Lions, and the line with thanks to Bluebet, of course, is uh, in favour of Melbourne. Just nice and slender, three and a half points, David. 
So let's have a look at what these two teams do really well. So we, we're all talking about Melbourne and their intercept game, what Lever's doing behind the ball, what May's doing behind the ball, and then and then their constant flow of play. And they're, it, it, they're, they're clearly the best defensive team we've seen for some time. And they're doing it in a different way than what Richmond have done it and what the Swans have done it, the, the good defensive teams over the last few years. So even, even different to what the Geelong Football Club have done because they, they do hold Lever back 80 metres back off the ball at times. And other times they'll press right up and they'll, their pressure's so good. They commit the opposition to go at a speed they can't handle. And mm. They kick the ball forward and they get picked off by these, these two pillars down back. It's fantastic to watch. But the dogs played into their hands last week. They tried to go around them and quick and they just kept forcing them wider and wider and picked them off. Players just, like Fritsch and, yeah. and uh, Cuddy in front of where they were supposed to go. And, um, you know, they, they, in the end, they, they fell apart, the dogs. I think this is a totally different challenge. So the Brisbane forward half is is up there with Geelong's at the moment in terms of winning contest. So when you when you think of the forward six for the for the Lions, Danaher, Hipwood, um, McStay, and then you've got the Smalls, Lincoln McCarthy, Coleman, uh, Charlie Cameron. They can all mark the ball. Yeah, aerially they're 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 super. All of them, all six of them, on the deck is where they're getting teams. So whenever they don't mark the ball and hits the deck, they're away. So top 25 in the cup, they've got four of the best forward 50 ground ball players in the in the league. Cameron, McCarthy, Archie, and Bailey. So it's just it's just fantastic to watch. I think that their ability to swoop and then score. We all know they've won seven in a row. We we all know that the, you know they're probably, in my opinion, they're the form offense in in the league. Melbourne are the form defense. They did it, they they got hold of the dogs. But these guys do it differently, so they beat you face-to-face. So I, I, I like what Brisbane are doing. I, I think Brisbane will win the game personally. So I'm, I'm going to take Brisbane plus the 3.5 points. <sighs> the blue bit. Okay, so Joe's just text in, allowing Jake Lever to play off a small forward with only six games experience in Cody Waitman was outrageous. The Brisbane Lions will surely not be as negligent tomorrow night and must put work into Lever. Yeah, really astute text. And I think when I've watched a lot of behind the goal vision the last couple of weeks in particular, and just to have a look at what Brisbane are doing, they're holding their six forwards. So there is no, there is no drop off. You can only drop off if, if they send a half forward up to the stoppage, yep. which happens fleetingly, but not, not, not with regularity. So I'm, I'm going to say that uh, hopefully Joe, that won't happen. And at least then you, you get to see like a, a finals type game. I think this will be a genuine finals-type game. You know, every, every contest will mean something, particularly in Melbourne's defensive half, Brisbane's forward half. Well, it's first versus third on the 40 Winks ladder. 40 Winks stock takes sale for up to 50% off store-wide. I, I just find it so hard to tip against Melbourne. I mean, okay, oh. Brisbane are great. They've won seven in a row. Melbourne have lost one game. I mean... They're, and what they did to the dog, I don't know how you tip against them. They're 10-1. and one. I'm going to keep the faith, especially with a narrow line like that. So I'm saying Melbourne... Conversely, to you yeah, to clear the line. That, that's a smart thing to say, clearly. But I think that you just got to when you get to the Thank top you. four teams playing each other. Thank you, Dave. They, they all bring different strengths, don't they? So what the dogs bought last week is is a hundred percent different to what yep. to what the Lions bring. 
Let's move on. Sydney and St Kilda is next. The teams are in for the Swans. There's a few changes here. Joel Amati, Logan McDonald is back, the promising uh, key forward. Robbie Fox, and what about this man? He just cannot be kept away from the side. He's banged up. He's mummified. Tom Hickey, the ruckman, is back in again. Callum Sinclair has been omitted as a result. Dylan Stevens makes way. Hayden McLean omitted. Caden Brands out. And Lewis Taylor is the medical sub for the Saints. They get a handy inclusion in the form of Hunter Clark. Their outs are Jack Loney and Tom Highmore, both being omitted Kingy. Um, this game is taking place at the SCG Saturday 145 and the line with thanks to Bluebet is in favour of the home team the Swans 19 and a half pretty juicy one. Well they sit 7 and 4 and they've shown their penchant to play aggressive footy haven't they? they want they want the corridor they want to be a short kicking team if you try and zone in any way shape or form they'll drop into those little squares and try and yep. uh, work their way through you so uh, we all love the way Sydney are playing and we hope that it is sustainable for the season given the fact they are they do have young uh, a young bottom 10, if you like. So they've got some really experienced guys and they've got some really young guys. So uh, Logan McDonald back into that lineup, I think is fantastic. We, mm. all, we all thought that he was going to be a contender for the rising star after the first two to three weeks. So him back in, Franklin in good form again. I, I really like what the Swans are doing. St Kilda, I just, I'm just, there's, there's nothing bankable about St Kilda. That, that's the one mm. thing. In the end, it's very hard to tip the Saints. I mean, they're brilliant when they're on, but they're awful when they're off. Um, there's no there's no foundation to their game. Everyone talk, you know, constantly talking about Brad Hill and his role, six disposals last week, and Brett Ratton comes out after the game and says, well, we've got to give him the ball. I, I get that. I get that you've got to give it to your kickers. But he hasn't been a great kick this year. Mm. So so I don't. there's some confusion with the, the, the functionality of that team and, and individuals in that. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the Hang spots. On, wait. Don't give oh, us your oh. tip yet. I'm going retro. For old time's sake, yeah. Kingy, the pick is in. Yeah. Okay, now you may proceed. I love that. I do love that tune. Now, I'm, I'm going with Sydney to get hold of them. I think they can cover the 19.5 against the Saints. I agree. You I agree? didn't I didn't hesitate on Ooh. this. So I'm going the Swans. There's something seriously wrong are, with the Saints. Are you which a believer a in the Swans to finish, to potentially finish top four? No. Okay. Not top four. Not top four. I think finals is an amazing achievement for yeah. this group in itself. So top eight, who would have thought that at the start of the year? Certainly no one outside of the Swans, I wouldn't have thought. Um, so they're going beautifully. A lot to like about them. We'll take a break on the picks. Back with the rest of the games. You can take part any time. Fire through your text. So four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen as we work our way through the first of the bye weeks, round 12, right here on the picks. On SEM, the picks with David King and Sam Edmund. Yes, it is. We're ripping through round 12 here on the picks. Great to have your company on a Thursday night. Adelaide and Collingwood. Glad to say this game's actually taking place as scheduled at the Adelaide Oval. Kingy, Saturday, 4.35. Gee, the Crows are right in there against Richmond before they were worn down. And the Pies have run port to a point. Geelong to 10 points, refusing to go forward and just boring them to death. But they <laughs> keep it close, don't they? And then they try to strike late. So the changes, Adelaide, Ronan O'Connor is in. Nick Murray, Sam Berry have both been omitted. A few changes, that calling with two, Kingy. Oh. In, Elliot, Rantel, Thomas and Lynch. The outs, obviously the biggest one, Brody Grundy with that neck issue in the ruck. Callum Brown's been dropped. Maine has been managed. Wilson's been dropped. And uh, young McRae omitted as last week's medical sub. So the line, thanks to Bluebet, 
in favour of the home team by a couple of goals, 12 and a half to the Crows. Well, what do you like? Do you, do you like what the Crows are doing with the ball movement or do you like what the Pies are doing defensively? Oh. Because the Pies... Got no, to... I like what the Crows are doing with the ball movement. Okay, so there's a risk that they will cough up easy scores because they're trying to play aggressive. I think this is Collingwood's big chance. I really do because it is, it is easier to defend given what they're doing with the footy. Clearly, they're organised behind the ball. There's not going to be players get out the back easy for the Adelaide Crows. There'll be, there'll be minimal slingshot goals. So I think it'll be a, it'll be a horrible watch. It'll be an awful game to watch. Oh, great. It, well, it's going to be because the Pies are going to want to set it up that way because they, they, they've got to be concerned with the way the Crows are using the ball. I mean, yep. the, the doctor of ball movement over there, Matty Nix, has got them not only exciting from – they used to be exciting from clearance and try and go fast through a set structure – now they're exciting off turnover. So it's, there's, there's a second layer to their development. It's happening so, right before our eyes. Right. So the damn wall doesn't break. You think there's a real low-scoring grind slog tug of war? It, I think this will be a tough one to sit through the whole two hours. And uh, look, You paint such an appetizer. Well, you can celebrate what Taylor Walker's done for the year. He's had a fantastic season. You know, he's number one in most indicators uh, as far as key forwards go. So could he just get hold of them by himself? I don't know because there's good matchups. For Taylor, and it's going to be, as I say, it might be just slow coming down the field. So who knows what's going to happen in this game? All right, well, let's find out the pick is in. I'm going retro again here. Go. How long before we get messages about that? Uh, you go first. Well, so, you, so the blue bet yes, line is 12 and a half. Adelaide minus 12 and a half. It depends if you like good or evil. Does the good guy win in the end or does the evil villain drag them down like and claw it. their way over the top? I'm a believer in the good. I can just see that ball still pinging around enough. The yellow Sharon over there at the Adelaide Oval zipping up and down. Tech's getting on the end of them. They're going to be trying to play that way. I believe in that way. So I'm going to say I'd like the line to be a bit narrower, but I, I like the Crows to cover the line. Crows by more than 12 and a half. Yep. Love it. Love it. I love when you make a mistake. Um <laughs> No. What happens a bit? <laughs> well, the, the pies are two and nine at the moment, right? So all the talk about the board and all this other stuff is all is all background noise. He, they're telling we heard uh, Graham Wright this morning talking with the boys on breakfast, saying that Nathan can coach his way. If he's coaching his way, in the end, it's the wins and losses that get you. Okay, so this is a game that I think he has to win. If you're going to mount a charge and uh, to, to be coaching in 2022, these sorts of games. Mm. You need to bank. You can't be going two and ten. So as I said, they ran Port to a point. Yeah. The Cats to ten points. Are there moments right. in that all game great. too? All okay. great. What do you think? I think the the Collingwood Football oh. Club can win. They can win this game. Therefore, they, the plus twelve and a half is an absolute luxury. Oh. That'll take. It's it's almost a quarter of football for Collingwood to give up twelve and a half. Okay. <laughs> The half. Okay, I like it. Let's move on. Dream time in the West. Essendon, Richmond, the changes for the Bombers. They get Francis back. Zerk, Thatcher and Snelling are out injured. For the Tigers, big in. Shane Edwards, Premiership superstars in the team. Marlon Pickett is back as well. It's a big big wow. couple of big ins there for the Tigers. The outs, the youngster, Ralph Smith. Rioli. No, so Rioli out omitted. He was the uh, sub last week. The big out, though, for Richmond in the ruck, Toby Nankervis with the PCL. So the line at the neutral venue at Optus Stadium Saturday, 7.40 p.m., in favour of Richmond, just 10.5. Ten and a half. So, can you give me the the uh, Richmond ins again, please? The ins are Shane Edwards. Yep. Pickett. That's it. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Two so, premiership so, players. Yeah. So their midfield is actually getting quite strong now, isn't it? 
So they're still waiting. Hodgson's going. Still waiting on Lambert, is that right? Yes. No. Lambert? Yes. yes. Who else is that, – that's about uh, it. Presti's back in. Yeah. Yep. A, so this is this is pretty much what we're going to see for the next – or for the back half of the season, throw Lambert in there. Gee, that's getting strong, isn't it? I, I think when you look at the way Essendon are playing, it, it is very exciting. But Richmond have been playing this way for a number of years. So if they are similar game plans, okay, let's just let's just say they are. Why would why would a team that's been doing it for eight weeks beat a team that's been doing it for fifty weeks? Yeah, I mean you'd need to have a day out, wouldn't you? It's a good, it's it's probably a, a good discussion. They know what's coming at them. They train against it week in week out. Yeah. Um. So there's no secrets here. I, I do like what Essendon have done. So if you look at if you look at your ability to punish once you've won the ball. So this is a really bit of a scientific stat, really. So. It's called strike rate. How many points you score per 101 clearances? Okay, so at mm. the, the AFL average is is 85 points per 101 clearances. The Bombers are the best in the competition. They go at 108 points per 101 clearances. So that's the opportunity for me. They're, if you if they win the ball at clearance, they are getting it on the scoreboard, no matter where it is on the ground. So that that for me is the is, is the one little chink in the in the armor of the Tigers is at clearance. And even when Dusty's in there and even when all those other guys, mm. you know, the household names have been in there, they're still not geared to win clearance. So I'm going to tip – I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Richmond, but I'm nervous, very nervous about the Essendon stoppage game. Ray's text in. Essendon, the pick of the round in this game. They beat Richmond, no doubt. Pick of the round. Pick of the round he's gone with, Raymond. So you're saying that Richmond I'm, – I'm going with Richmond minus 10 and a half. Minus 10 and a half. Yeah, so, I I'm not confident about it, but – I'm, I've just got too much faith in what they've done. And if they are to be similar game styles, I just think 50 weeks versus 10 is, is a fair head start. I, I'm going Richmond too. I just don't know if they're going to win by more than 10 and a half. I'm really agonising well, over doing? it. So, Play the music. I just want to give you a little bit of think time while this comes. <laughs> What's your answer, sir? Richmond to clear the line. Oh, Richmond by more than ten and a half. I just think it might break open a little bit late. I just, I, I, I want to tip Essendon. I'm just not quite brave enough. If, if, if they win, if Essendon do win this game, so Richmond will fall out of the eight, mm. and they'll be one and six against top eight teams. So there's no Lynch, no Asprey, no Nankervis. Otherwise, all systems go at Richmond. Yeah, so yeah. you mentioned the stoppage game. That hurts not having Nankervis in as well, I would have thought. Um, so mission to see what they do with the ruck. I'm assuming Callum Coleman-Jones. Well, if, he, if he plays another blinder, yeah. what's he worth? Yep, indeed. Uh, two games in, he's looking mightily good. So there we go. Okay, a reluctant, reluctant oh. pair of tips for Richmond, albeit with different margins. We'll take a break on the picks. We'll come back with a couple of really intriguing games. Carlton and West Coast at the SCG. And then what about Fremantle and the You're Western nervous. Bulldogs on Sunday night? Oh, I've got every reason Howie. to be nervous. We are a sh- we're a fragile mob here at the picks. Back with more <laughs> right after this. On SEN, The Picks with David King and Sam Edmund. Yes, great to have your company on the picks. The West Coast Eagles against the Blues. I tell you what, you reckon the Blues have got an agitated set of supporters. It will be nothing if they don't get the job done in uh, this particular game, Kingy. They've got West Coast who are fragile on the road and are absolutely the walking wounded. This is a very weak Eagles side making the trip to Sydney to take them on at the SCG. First, though, Carlton's changes. Jack Nunes is in. Paddy Dow is in. These are extended squads, of course. Uh, Parks is in. Zach Fisher's been named as well. Oh, His first game in. for some time, indeed. Mickey Gibbons is the out injured, the only one at this stage. Now, here's West Coast team. First, I might even start with the outs, and these are all going to happen because they're all injured. 
Brandon Archie, Jared Brander, Josh Kennedy, Oscar Allen, what? and Tim Kelly. Gee, that's a big set of outs. Can you do that again? Archie, Brander, and the big three. Kennedy, Allen, Kelly, all not playing for West Coast. And it's not like the uh, reinforcements are banging down the door either. They are Ainsworth, Edwards, Luke Edwards, who'll be playing his first game, Luke Foley, Nathan Vardy, and Xavier O'Neill, and Zach Langdon, and another debutant in the mix as well, Zane True. Have they made the decision? (sighs) To do what? To set themselves for 2022. reckon? Gee, that's a big set of outs. That's a massive set of outs, isn't it? So the line, thanks to Bluebet, in favour of Carlton, but the punters don't trust them either. It's a small line, minus three and a half in the Blues' favour, who they've hung around in Sydney. They played there last week, and um, and they get to play the West Coast Eagles, the wounded West Coast, uh, next up. So round two was the last time we witnessed Zach Fisher at uh, at work. Gee, it's... it's they have to win this game, Carlton. If, if you just just hearing those outs. Just have to win it. Don't There's they? no other option. I mean, they're virtually playing the West Coast Eagles reserves they're team. They're playing Swan Districts. You're playing Swan Districts. So everyone talks about what the West Coast do. They score on efficiencies. They don't necessarily get a heap of inside 50s. They don't necessarily do anything spectacular with a handball game or yep. a forward half game. It's just when they go inside 50, the big three, it is generally deep. Kennedy, Darling, and it was Oscar Allen. Now he's had to go half back, and now he's out of the team. Um, and Liam Ryan's probably had to assume that mantle. Have got it on the scoreboard, and they've been so accurate at goal. Even last week, they kicked nine straight to start the game. So mm. if you're relying on efficiencies, and then you start losing star factor talent like that, the the, the trap door opens. Oh, this this Carlton shouldn't win this game if they're serious. They should win it by some margin. Adonis has texted in, cannot believe Kennedy, that's uh, Matt Kennedy, has not been picked again for the Blues despite consistently being our best player in the twos. Sam Petrevsky-Seaton, also not named, feels like their papers are stamped. With the latter, I'm really intrigued to see how that goes because he's out of contract this year. Ooh. Sam Petrevsky-Seaton uh, played a long time as a halfback, sent back to the VFL to train as a, a midfield forward, can't get himself in that team at the moment, so it'd be really interesting to see how many suitors not, come for him. I'm not sure what you'd get for him, to be honest. No. He hasn't, sh- he hasn't shown that he's a, he's a capable... Uh, AFL player. Okay. What are you thinking in this game, though? Uh, this is just Blues. a must. I mean, if, if Carlton don't win this and by some margin, then they're not the team that I thought they were. Blues to clear the line for mine. What is the blue bet line? Three and a half. Is that all? That's all. Oh, this could be. That's, this, a, that's, this. A, that's a Monty. Well, on paper, it's a Monty. Let's, uh, I assume you agree. Oh, Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about ringing him as soon as we get off here. <laughs> Fremantle and Western Bulldogs close out the round. Optus Stadium Sunday, 6.40pm. The teams, Fremantle, Griffin Logue in. Joel Weston in for his first game, potentially. Matt Tabiner is in. Back. Reese Conker is in. Swikowski, the only out at the moment, injured. The Bulldogs have named Anthony Scott. Mitch Hannon returns. Riley West Gets another crack at it, uh, so Scott will be happy. Ryan Gardner oh, oh. and Steph Martin in as well. Steph Martin, a big in if he takes his spot in the side. The outs, Lockie McNeil, who's been omitted, and Riley Garcia, as we know, is injured. The line, thanks to Bluebet, in favour of the Dogs. I don't know if you think this is a tricky one, 17 and a half. Very tricky one. I mean, Fremantle at home are, are a different proposition. We know that. I still feel like they've been a little bit disappointing this year, Fremantle. And... and yeah, you know, Dr. Daniel Hoyne, our man from Champion Data, he does he does a, the ladder on expected scoring, so takes accuracy out of out of the equation. Fremantle have been a seriously inaccurate team this year. I think they're seventeenth in the competition for for accuracy for conversion in front of goal, which includes misses. So they be they would be inside the eight, kicking at the AFL average. Okay, so 
the game plan is is sound, mm. but just in front of goal, and it starts at the top. We've all talked about Nathan Fife, but they've been a poor converting team in front of goal. So they are a good side. I thought they'd be a better side than what they have been so far. The Dogs should really make a statement here. I think the Dogs are, are, a, are a top-line footy team. So to go on the road, go to Perth and play a team outside the eight at this stage of the year when there's going to be some compression around the top four to five sides, one, they've got to find a way to win. And then I think once they, they've they got to be prepared to break them. I think they've got to make a bit of a statement this week. I think, I'm going with the dogs. I'm going with the dogs too. Sat on their bum last week. They should come back with a vengeance Martin's here. Martin's a big in. He is a big in. Um, some big ins for both teams, actually. It'll be interesting game to close out the round 6.40 p.m. We're both going the dogs to clear the line, which is 16, yeah, 17 and a half points, actually. People's multi. Hey, the people's uh, disappointment. Hopefully people's. it gets back on track. The train gets back on the tracks. Fingers crossed. Oh. Boy, talk about trepidation. Thanks for joining us here on the Picks. Fascinating round 12 ahead of us. We'll watch with great nervousness over the people's multi. <laughs> Good luck to you out there. The Sporting Capital's up next with Sammy Hargroves. Have yourself a magnificent uh, weekend there, David King. Good on you, Sammy. And I'll see, see you, you back too. here next Thursday at 6 o'clock. Can't wait. Good on you, everyone. Stay safe. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.